episode 14 of the Press Pass podcast presented by the Press Republican. We have quick hits, and it's a little different again this week. We got Mackenzie back, staff writer Mackenzie Delisle, and we're calling in the big guns. We got editor-in-chief Joe LaTemplio, and I'm sports editor Joey LaFranca. How are we doing? Joey Bats, good. How are you? <laughs> not bad. You're not part of that of the no. other part of the podcast. That's exactly how he addresses me. I wasn't me. ready for that. <laughs> it's startling, right? Usually yeah. Ben shouts too, but no, you, you don't have to shout. Oh, I did hear Ben shouting the other day. When you guys were <laughs> did you really? In the other room. I was like, why is he yelling? It's stressing me out. <laughs> that, yes. So that's, so there you go. Now okay. you know why that's happening. But yeah. I'll kick it to Mackenzie first. So Mackenzie, what do you got going on? So since Kara's not here today, um, I'm going to talk about the COVID cases. Um, as of today, Clayton County Health Department is reporting 43 active cases. Um, Michael Cashman actually tweeted, which I thought it was a cool little uh, synopsis of what's been happening. In the last four days, we went from 17 cases up to 34, up to 39, and now we're at 43. Um, at least 25 of those are reportedly connected to SUNY Plattsburgh, although it may be up to 28 or 29, I think I heard. Um, that's all I had for COVID. Did you have anything? No, uh, the county and the hospital and the college had a news conference this morning to update everybody and once again stress the importance of doing what needs to be done to stem this uh, outbreak. Mm-hmm. Um, we are, everybody's pretty much accepting that we are in the second wave mm-hmm. or more. And it with the cold weather and everybody coming indoors, yeah, we we got our work ahead of us. Uh, there's still a lot to be done. We actually featured a story this week from um, a reporter in Albany, Joe Mahoney. He was talking about how cases have been going up inside prisons. Um, as of I think it was Monday or Tuesday, cases at Clinton County, or I'm sorry, Clinton Correctional Facility were up to 11 confirmed, but we don't know yes. since how that's grown yeah. or not. Since. What concerned me today is there was a first grader in Ross's Point Elementary School. I saw that. Uh, and I, you know, the conventional thinking was that you know, little kids weren't as susceptible. Uh, this is alarming. It is. And I, I mean, I don't know the case, but I imagine he must have been showing some sort of symptoms in order to be tested to find out. So, um, you know, it could be that there are other kids who are asymptomatic who are. Carrying it, yeah. Yeah, we may have carried it. We may have met up with this kid at some point. Um, so, yeah, it I is mean, concerning. And it, when you're talking about a first grader, it's not like he's going about the town or anything like that. So it's within, it's probably within either his school, his home, or daycare, daycare, or potentially maybe if he's playing like youth sports, potentially. To the orchard or yeah. Yeah. grocery yeah. shopping. Yeah. I, not to, um, not to dis. Yeah, and I say him or her. I'm not yeah, sure. I'm not yeah, sure. and not to dis the orchard. Yeah, same thing. I should. I. I. We don't know. Um, but not to dis orchards or anything like that. But I am kind of shocked that people are going like to pumpkin patches as much. I don't know what pro. I. To be honest, I don't know what protocols are in place or whatnot. But I saw some photos just of different friends on Facebook this weekend. They were at pumpkin patches getting pumpkins, and I'm like, wow, really? So I didn't mm-hmm. know that was even being offered this year. I mean, I, over the summer, I did go, um, and I did pick berries and stuff, mm-hmm. and I, I did feel like it was an activity I could do while still being socially distant from other people. There wasn't a lot of people there when I went. Um, but, you know, it is it is complicated because they say that the virus can hang in the air for a certain amount of time mm-hmm. after somebody leaves, and um, who's to say somebody didn't touch a, a berry that I reached for? That's, like, that would know? be my but, thought. That would exactly yeah. be what my thought was. Mm-hmm. It well, is a lot of people are feeling that they want to live their lives. 
Yeah. Still. And, and I do think people right now are trying to get outside more before we all have to be cooped up for the winter. Yeah. And I think that's going to be the, the mental health side of things. That's going to be one of the toughest aspects is being cooped up for the winter with COVID. I mean, mm-hmm. not like having COVID, but among the pandemic and whatnot. That's going to be tough, yeah. I think, because we're not going to have the normal things to be able to go to. For me, for example, you know, going to basketball games, hockey games, different things like that, I don't think that's going to be happening. Probably not. No, at the high school level. And we'll, we can talk about the SUNYAC in a little bit, but I wanted to let yeah. Mackenzie continue on with, what, with the other stuff that you had. Well, I was just going to say something that's kind of connected to what we're talking about, um, finding activities to do inside, going to the movie theater. Mm-hmm. Um, they recently just got the okay from the, gover- from the governor to open up as of October 23rd. Um, but I did just read it in, an, in a report that that is for regions that have a 2% or lower infection rate. And my understanding is that the North Country has one that's higher than that right now. Um, so I'm not sure how that's oh. going to affect our Cumberland 12's reopening, um, but it could. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Didn't even think about that. Yeah, I mean, we always think of our numbers in terms of being low, yeah. but our population's low, too. Right. So you get a couple cases, it could skew the percentage. Exactly, yeah. Um, just some city news that I was going to touch on. Sure. The Crate Center recently, um, Steve Peters used to work for the city of Pottsburg. I talked about this before, but yeah. he was trying to open up the winter sports leagues at the Crate Center this year, um, and he did get the okay from the council. So he's hoping to start those up soon. Um, I know like registration is live right now for flag football and soccer leagues, so mm-hmm. people can do that online. Um, the YMCA also got approved to operate the city gym. Um, they don't have a date on that yet, but that's pretty exciting too for some people. I guess you sign up for YMCA, you get access to their Oak Street facility, and you get access to the city gym, which oh. would be nice to spread out some people yeah. amongst two facilities. Um, also, last week at City Council... Uh, we wrote a story about how there's been some hostility in the council chambers of City Hall recently. Mm-hmm. Some people yelling, talking over their allotted time limits. Um, not a lot of good energy coming from either side of the council chambers. So um, that's just something that I wanted to mention, too, that that has been happening. No, so. for sure. And I'll ask you, Joe, um, what Mackenzie just said with all the bickering and different things going on is, you know, you've witnessed a lot over a lot of years, there's a little been a lot of different scenarios with where things are at now with what Mackenzie's covering compared to what you might have witnessed in the past, where would you scale it in terms of the level of hostility that it seems like there is right now? As I told her, I said, this is great. <laughs> back to the old days. They're fighting all the time. It's the way it used to be. So we're back We're back to like a pretty, you would say this is ranking pretty high up in terms of the, well, the combativeness? It, I mean, every era is different, sure. obviously. Um, but back in the early 90s, mid-90s, and even beyond, Council has had many contentious evenings in yeah. those chambers, which is fine. Sure. Um, in the early 90s, when uh, Don Kastorzak, who later became mayor, was an alderman. Alderman is what they called him back then. Interesting. <laughs> okay. And um, Mark Dame and Gary Walker and Bob Hines and some of them, and Clyde Avenue was a mayor. There was a constant battle. Casper Zek and Revenue almost threw down one time. That would have been awesome. In the council chamber. The sports guys could have come and covered that. I, I, I did. I wrote a story. Really? Yep. Um, and I remember I got criticized because I was explaining how they got face-to-face. and were what pro- Yeah, what provoked it? Oh, I don't remember what the issue was. <laughs> but I described Casper Zek as uh, 
Six foot one. <laughs> a six foot one guard. Clyde Rabideau is five nine, but a former state wrestling champ. A lightweight. <laughs> That's awesome. Actually. Put the tail of the tape in yeah. there. <laughs> so, so people, yeah, probably would. Uh, personally, that's awesome. That's hilarious that you actually did that, and it, it creates a lively story. So, yeah, like you said, it's kind of good that they might be bickering a little bit. Yeah, it certainly and, doesn't and, have dull moments for you, Mackenzie. No. And Mackenzie, I, I have to say, get used to it. I think it's going to continue. Yeah. I told Joe last week there was some yelling going on, and I came back and my heart was still racing. I, it just takes me yeah. a while to settle down. Yeah, it's yeah, pretty intense. Whenever, whenever you can, whenever you come back from those, I can tell sometimes. Like, so I'm usually I come in around four or five o'clock, and sometimes you're coming back from meetings a little bit later, and I can see like when you're sometimes like, whoa, like she probably just covered something a little bit intense. Yeah, it happens <laughs> almost every week these days. That's interesting. Did you ever see a British Parliament on C-SPAN? No. <laughs> when they have this uh, old question and answer session where okay. the Prime Minister has to get up and answer questions from the Parliament. <laughs> it's unbelievable. It sounds like a town hall. You stupid ignoramus. <laughs> uh, they, just say, they say the nastiest things. That's great, though. I guess it's been that way for hundreds of years. So. It's just a sound like a guy will just go up and just get basically r- raked yeah. over the coals. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Well, it makes for, yeah, it makes for some lively reporting afterward, though, too. Yeah. It can. There we go. Hopefully it doesn't get to this point here. <laughs> Speaking of bickering, here's a transition. Yes. Um, the Cobb versus Stefanik debate was this week. Kara Chapman covered it. Mm-hmm. I don't know too many details. I just read her story about it. Yeah. It sounded pretty intense. What did you guys see of it? Banning. Banning. Yes. Banning. Yes. That was the highlight. I. That's that's exactly what I know from it all. Just a lot of banning. But yeah, Joe, I'll deflect to you because, you know, that's not really up my yeah, alley. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean it, it's it's somewhat entertaining and we can laugh <laughs> about it but it's kind of sad that our american politics has de- devolved into mm-hmm. this type of uh, mm-hmm. event that we have to put up with yeah um it, you know it's it's i don't think it's appropriate and it's nobody benefits from it what do you get out of that sure i, don't know. I mean voters are supposed to are called upon to make educated choices and they need to you know know everything they can about the issues but Stuff like that is just a distraction, if you ask me. Speaking f- from a standpoint of, a, of, like, for myself, not obviously too much into politics. That's not what my job requires, first of all, but just in general, not really anything that I've ever paid too much attention to. I try and stay informed, obviously. But with that in mind, I, I feel like when I watch or, like, check in on a debate or anything like that, and I see things like that going on in a, in a debate... That doesn't help me really decide on who I would want to vote for. Hmm. And no. I don't know if, I, I don't know, you know, that's my opinion. That's what I, that's how I feel about it. But, you know, that, that was kind of my observation from last night was I asked, I asked Kara afterward because Kara was here late on Wednesday night doing, uh, doing that story. And I said, so how'd it go? And she told me about it. I was like, oh, that's not really, that's not really what you want to see from two people who are going for a position of, you know, being elected to hold a position. And, yeah. Different, different natures like that. So If um, if Kara was here, since she's not, I'll say it, but Kara firmly believes, and she's said this a million times, <laughs> that debates are not the way to figure out yeah. who a good candidate is. She and I feel like she said, it. I think she said that on a she podcast has. She said too, it right? at least yeah. twice, I think, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so far. So. so she's passionate about that then. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's interesting. So I, I, I will say, you know, overall, in terms of the local aspects, that's a, that's a, very, that's a very polarizing race. To say the least. Now, as far as who wins or whatnot, who knows? But 
It's polarizing. I pay. I'm paying attention to that one. Yeah, yeah it is because it's connected. Uh, it's the one we have that's connected to the national level. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that we know of a national level is completely polarized. Yes. Yeah. So yes. it stems from that. Yes, and I believe we will talk in the next segment about the national level a little bit and what we kind of expect as far as just what the newsroom will be like. So yes. that should be fun. <laughs> You're wearing a light blue Under Armour hoodie. Yeah. Yesterday you wore a dark blue Under Armour hoodie. Yes, I How have. You decide. I just I just have a lot of Under Armour hoodies. So Apparently. like so so shameless plug, love Under Armour hoodies. They're just very comfortable. Um, two years ago there was a sale for Under Armour hoodies. And Joey bought a lot of them. Online? <laughs> yes. It was like buy so it was buy one, get two free. Really? What? And yeah, it was tremendous. Something I would think it was something like that. So I ended up getting like six hoodies. So I have, I mean, full repertoire. Yeah, I, I have, so. I have a week, like a work week and an extra day for underarm hoodies. So I could wear two in one day if I really wanted to, change things up. Uh, so I got I got royal blue, or this whatever you want yeah. to call that. Seaton color. Yep, royal blue, <laughs> navy blue, black, gray. Um, what was the other one? Oh, I have a, like a, a reddish type of one and um, a green one, like a forest green. No kidding. So when I want to... Go out in the woods uh, and camouflage myself. I have a dark blue one, like the one you had yesterday. Okay. And I like it. Um, yeah. But I don't kind of like the way they fit. They're a little tight. No, um, these I are, like these are ho- a little bit looser. I like my hoodies loose. Me too. And I like yeah. to wear them until they're ready to fall apart. <laughs> yes. It adds wisdom to them. But no, I'm a big hoodie guy. That's yes. that's uh, That's... Basically have you noticed all that, Mackenzie? I have noticed that. Yeah, that's basically <laughs> yes. all. I, that's basically all I wear in the winter. So, I'm more of a hoodless sweatshirt person. <laughs> I don't really like the hoods. No. Mm-mm. Winter time and the fall and any time it's cold, hoodie. Summertime, golf polo or Hawaiian hoodies, shirt. Hoodies are awesome. I, yeah, I have to say. they they have they have every they're multi-purpose, <laughs> multi-purpose. Yes. So yeah, so there's our little fashion analysis. Very for, comfortable. For Joey's for. very comfortable when he comes to work. Yes, he is. always. I always, and I have my uh, I have my Merrell's uh, uh, hiking shoes. No today. shorts today. Though. No shorts though. Black khakis. Yeah. Always. Mm-hmm. Not a big so other thing. Not a big jeans guy. I haven't. Me old, neither. I have not Me worn. Neither. I have not worn jeans. And I'm serious when I say this, in at least four years. Wow. I just I, don't I, like them. It might be 20 years for me. Yeah. Wow. I, I, used, I used to wear jeans a lot. Yeah. Um, but as, as I kind of, I was like, khakis or, you know, because, I mean, not khaki, cargo pants, whatever you want to call them. Um, I don't know. I just, I, I like mean, them. I like them more. Denim can be pretty constricting. Yeah. Like, so I feel like. When I get jeans, they're usually like that off denim material that's like jeggings or something, so they're more <laughs> stretchy. Yeah, which is nice. And then when I get and that's that's the other thing is like the the comfort level of like a pair of khaki pants or some type of you know cargo y type of pants I feel like is better than jeans. So that's that's my other take on fashion. That's pretty much yes. all I got. I don't really dive too deep into the clothing department. Cold beer on a Friday night and a pair of jeans that fit just right. <laughs> yes, that's right. There we go. Country analysis, too. What was okay. that from? Chicken fried. Chicken, Chicken fried. fried. Yes. Yeah, that's right. I couldn't They're, think of what it was. Zach Brown Band. Yeah, right? I like yeah. Zach Brown Band. I saw them at Spec. Oh, Did you nice. Really? Yeah. Nice. I saw them there and somewhere else. Maybe it was in at the fair in Vermont. I've only, seen, I've only seen one show at Spec. Do you know what it was? Ugh. Oh, was it Dave Matthews or something? No, 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 no. <laughs> They're it, always this might there. actually surprise you. Queen. You're in the right type of music genre, Ooh. kind of. Era, for sure. 
No idea. Kiss. Oh, okay. It was oh, okay. awesome. I'm telling you. What a, <laughs> I mean, like, it was the best thing ever. There was, I will say this, there was one, there was one just very inebriated gentleman. <laughs> and with Kiss concerts, there's a lot of people who dress up like the actual guys with the makeup, the makeup and everything and like hair, that. Yeah. There was a guy dressed up like Gene Simmons. And this gentleman who obviously had a little too much to drink, he's in the crowd and he goes, no way, Gene Simmons is on the concert stage and out here. And he's like, guys, Gene Simmons is right here. And it was, I was just laughing so hard throughout all that. But no, great show. Loved it. And SPAC is very cool. I like that. I've only seen one show there too. What did you say? Elton John. Oh, that must have been good. 1982. Wow. Yeah, I was up in the, the, uh, the balcony area and yep. when Gene Simmons did his bass solo the whole balcony was shaking <laughs> it was great no I loved it I loved it I think that was in hmm 2012 if I had to guess I think that 2012 or 2011 but no lots of fun lots of fun and, went, um, went with went with my mom and my dad and uh, my dad liked Kiss as well and my mom kind of put up with it but they're like alright let's go let's do it it was fun <laughs> uh, no SPAC this year am I correct? I don't believe so probably not no. Yeah. No one's really doing concerts that I'm aware of. No. No, it's too bad. But yeah. to get back on track. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, that's fine. What else? Was there anything else that you wanted I, to touch upon? I was just going to point out our weekend edition um, is going to have some, our Spectrum will feature some photos that people sent in of their Halloween decorations. So look out for that. Mm-hmm. Yes. And business is going to have a story about a new hair shop out in Rouse's Point. A woman okay. named Karen, she cuts men's hair. It's called Strictly Men. Is that, wait, is that Karen's cuts? No. No. Oh, that's different? Different Karen. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Yep, but it's going to be out in Rouse's Point. Well, it, are, it already is, but we're running a story on it this weekend. Well, that's awesome. And yep. then I, I did have a little bit of sports to touch upon with the SUNYAC deciding to cancel winter sports altogether. Um, I mean, that's pretty much it. They canceled winter sports. Um, but obviously disappointing for the Plasburg State student-athletes and coaches and everybody involved at Plasburg State that um, they will not have winter sports at all. Uh, previous to the decision on Monday, they had the previous decision was uh, the SUNYAC had uh, suspended winter sports through January 1st, and then they were going to resume through there. They had actually released a schedule. It was a miniature eight-game schedule for hockey. I don't know about basketball, but definitely for hockey. Um that they were going to do that, and less than a week later, they just decided instead of having the season and trying to figure it out in January and February, no, nope, we're just going to cancel it. So obviously a lot of people are upset about that. Other people are understanding, had a chance to talk with Plattsburgh State coaches uh, Mike Blaine and Cheryl Cole, the basketball coaches at Plattsburgh State, and um, they were understanding, certainly disappointed, uh, more disappointed than anything just for their student-athletes, as good coaches would be. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that was certainly something that uh, was disappointing from the sports angle this week for sure. Yeah, it's going to be a tough winter. Uh, yeah, I mean, no Plattsburgh State hoops, no hockey. No, I mean, that's I love I love that. I mean, that's my favorite. That's probably my favorite part of winter coverage, for sure. Yeah, it's definitely going to look different this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and being in a nice cozy gym watching basketball now it's not, not so much. <laughs> uh, no, I mean we'll see what happens with high school sports, but. Uh, I can't be too promising. I'll be I'll be completely honest. I'm not holding out much hope. Uh, I'm really not. Just just with the way things are, just with the way things are going, um, everything would be indoors. Uh, the traveling, um, and I think obviously local school superintendents are still focused on just trying to have school, and that's the right thing to do, obviously. And uh, hopefully, uh, there will be some sports. 
But if I had to make a bet, I would certainly say nothing probably until January or potentially February at this point. Mm-hmm. And then we'll see where things go from there. But hopefully as the winter progresses and then the spring comes back out, we'll have spring sports because ultimately during the, um, during the summer, all the type of spring sports that you would see were being played during the summer. So hopefully right. that continues right. to be yeah. the case. But these next couple months, honestly, these next couple weeks and the next couple days, like every day is important in the grand scheme of things. If people are uh, uh, observe the protocols and you know do the right things, it can lead to better things quicker and sooner. Well, and I was thinking along those same lines, uh, Christmas concerts, yeah, um, stuff like that, uh, all that stuff is probably on hold too. Yeah, I can imagine. I don't even. I mean, I can't speak with any knowledge about this, but it does make me wonder about chorus classes. Are they even doing music classes at schools? Exactly. I'm not sure. <laughs> That's a good question. Yeah. We should look into that. We should. Chorus and, um, you know, I'm just trying to think of what other academic events, like Model UN and, and mm-hmm. things like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, As a junior, I represented the country of Italy. Nice. And Model UN. Nice. It was very... It was Open, very, uh, up in Champlain, yes. It was very entertaining. I was the delegate from Italia. <laughs> I'm sure Mr. McManus remembers you. <laughs> yeah, I, I, can't, I, can't, I can't even remember. Like, I remember being in the room, and I, honestly, I didn't really say did much. I did. I, I did it for I one year. I didn't talk too much. I was really shy. <laughs> me too. Me too. Like, me, me too. I had a chance to go up at one point. Uh, and what's the word? Like you, you like give up your time. I can't even think of that word. But I, I yield like, my time. Yeah, to I was whoever. like, <laughs> I yield my time to the country of Japan, who was one of my friends, and he's like, no. <laughs> so that was really, so that was really funny. I enjoyed that though because obviously I was so involved in sports, like during high school and whatnot. That was something different. It was fun because yeah. that was not things that were really up my like up my alley in terms of things to do. But a couple of friends did it. I was like, we got cla- we had a class, we had a whole class for it. Yeah. So we got class credit for it and whatnot. So yeah. it was enjoyable. It I was... did it for the club. Like I did it at, every year. I could do it. I was mm-hmm. doing modeling, and I would just help with like the paper writing part of things. And then I'd have we'd have like representatives go up and, and speak for us and I wouldn't be a speaker. I would just be like the typist over in the corner. <laughs> there you go. That works. <laughs> what country? Yeah, what country? I can't remember. I did I did it every year. I did like four years. Okay. So. Did you I change up the countries? Oh, yeah. yeah. We got assigned different ones every go. year. We didn't get to pick. So. Yeah. Yeah. And you got to get out of school for two days too. Yeah. yeah that's another which, is, which is a huge highlight. plus. I mean, anytime you can like do something and then get out of school, you just feel cool too, especially mm-hmm. in high school. I think... My oldest daughter, Sarah, did it one year. Mm-hmm. She was too busy with other stuff that yeah. she could, could really do. You know, now that I'm thinking back, I think my senior year I had to drop it because I had too many things going on. Yeah. But, yeah, it was Yeah, fun. my senior year I did not do it, well, for two reasons. One, I was recovering from ACL surgery at the beginning of the year. And then, two, I was taking I was taking a lot of AP courses because I was trying to get ahead for college. So mm-hmm. wasn't really focused too much on that. But those are the kinds of things that I think are all going to suffer uh, with yeah. this COVID environment. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And that's, that's unfortunate. I mean, you know, the kids are playing sports now, which mm-hmm. is great. Sure. Um, and I heard at the... My wife's game the other night, some people saying that the kids really need this. Oh, yeah. They haven't been in school since March Mm -hmm. because a lot of the high school kids aren't. Maybe they're going one day a week live. Yeah. The rest is remote, and it's a struggle. Mm -hmm. So anything that can be done to, uh, you know, help them. 
yeah. would be good. That's but, why I'm worried. That's why I'm worried about the winter. First. And that's why I'm worried about the winter for the mental health side of things. <clears throat> All the biggest picture is be well, stay healthy. You know, don't catch COVID. Um, but at the same time, if you can have sports or whatnot, that's huge for the mental health. Yeah, I mean, yes. w- without without a doubt. But this was fun having you on, Joe. <laughs> yeah, my pleasure. <laughs> yes, doing you, you, you hop on for the little quick hits. We had we, that, I don't know. That says a lot about Kara. We had to call in the big guns. I know. Yes, sir. Did you know last week we called in two people for you? Yeah, I heard. That's that's pretty good. <laughs> One quick discussion before we leave. Yeah. Okay. And I think we've had this in the newsroom the other day, and you can be part of this because you will be here. Okay. Election night food. Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm all What's for this. Preference? Joey gets to reap the benefits of election night food, but doesn't have to write election night stories? No, but he's here. No. <laughs> I'm just I will probably. I, will, <laughs> I prob- I'm guessing I will probably be uh, thrown into some, the mix at some point. I, they don't understand or appreciate the greatness of Monopole Pizza. No, the Monopole Pizza is, is <laughs> delish. I mean, it's you know it's the Sicilian type of pizza, basically. With the thick Isn't crust it an acquired taste? It is an acquired last, taste. Over since COVID, yes. we've come used to it and look forward to it. Yes, it's, it's very good. So every Friday, Joe gets myself and Ben and ben Rowe a little pizza on Friday night to get us, get us through the night, wrap up the week. It's just, it's it's a good time. Um, putting but, me in a weird position to bash Monopole on the record right now. Mackenzie, <laughs> really? No, I mean, I love Monopole's fries, or fries, wings. <laughs> they got fries? No, they have really good, they might, I don't know. Shit, they have really knows. good wings, but as far as their pizza goes, I'm not a huge the, fan. No, I, I can understand You will that. be, though. <laughs> Gotta keep eating it. <laughs> you guys already get on Fridays, why do you need it on Tuesday, too? <laughs> I think, but I think we should definitely get pizza and get some wings. But I think the most interesting thing is, do we dive into the desserts? Uh, do, we, do you have a budget? <laughs> <laughs> money's no problem. Okay, money's no problem. <laughs> money's no problem when it comes to election night food. I, I, I think if we get into the desserts, that's Karen where the interesting debate happens. Zooks. Uh, yeah. I mean, we all love Zooks. Instead of, instead, of, instead of pizza? Like, all together? I mean, yeah, I wouldn't mind that. Um, I just well, we feel... talked about some Hobies. We had yeah. some Hobies fans in the newsroom. Hobies would be Hobies would be good. Yeah, I wouldn't mind that. We actually talked about a huge hodgepodge, so we'll do Hobies pizza, Monopole wings, subs from Zooks, get some desserts from Ronbox. We just got a whole spread. That would be good. Local. I think if we get dessert, can we get some cannolis? If Ooh, we get some desserts. Now you're talking. Yeah. I, th- I mean, we're, we're going to eat with class on election <laughs> night. We're not getting, you know, just some, no offense to just like the generic, you know, chocolate chip cookie or a brownie. We're going to get some cannolis. Oh and that's, that's going to be good. Don't, don't, don't say that. I don't like cannolis. The cannolis. I'm just, okay. I'm just. <laughs> I, think, I think this will be great. Maybe, on, you know, I hope that, um, yeah, I like the hodgepodge idea. Yeah. That actually sounds kind of fun. That was, that was Kara's idea. I can't take credit, but yeah. I do like it as well. Yeah. yeah. It's good. Yeah. Okay. No, I, I like that. Well, I mean, we, we kid around and everything, but it is one of the longstanding journalism traditions. Yeah. yeah. Election night, uh, it's, as you like to say, it's the newsroom Super Bowl. Yes, it is the, um, it is the newsroom Super Bowl. there's so much riding this year. There's It's going to be so intense. Mm-hmm. So we're going to need energy. My favorite thing to do on election night as a sports guy is try and wrap up before all you guys and just strut out of the newsroom and just be like, <laughs> see you guys tomorrow, as you guys are scrambling. <laughs> but no, I I promise this year I will help out in any way possible. I'll go take a photo or something. I don't know. Um, I did decide, by the way, I, I want, I, I'm want. i voting in person. I want to do it in yeah. person. And I think, you know, 
I'm out and about so much anyways. It's I, I understand like people who don't want to go yeah. out and about. And do I it, probably will too. Do my my plan was to that. vote in person, but during the early voting period, that way there's not as many people going in. I'm going to avoid actual election day, but mm-hmm. I, I will be voting in person as well. Yeah, there we go. There we go. Yeah. Well, I think we'll wrap it up. This was fun though. All right. Okay, All right. so we will be back shortly for a little round table, and uh, yeah, stick around. <laughs> And we are back. A little roundtable action. Editor-in-Chief Joe LaTemplio, Night Editor Ben Rose, Sports Editor Joey LaFranca still with you. Joe, it's nice to have you back this week. Ben and I ran the show last week, but you're back now. Yes, Joey Bat. <laughs> I was worried that you wouldn't be able to get along without me, but I'm sure it was no problem. I, ben, ben and I have had a good amount of time, especially since quarantine, to work on getting along, and I think we do a pretty good job with that. <laughs> I would agree. Dang it, we didn't do traditional intro. What's the traditional intro? Oh, yeah, when you shout. Yeah, and Joe was you weren't even too loud today. I said Joey Bats. Yeah, but usually, like, you break the microphone when you say it. <laughs> so that's good. That's I've had a week off. I'm, I'm doing pretty good, Joey. <laughs> there we go. That's nice and quiet. That's nice and quiet. But, I mean, there's a lot going on. I mean, we got well, elections. We all, got local stuff. First of all, yeah. let me tell you. Okay. Is, I, you know, I didn't have breakfast this morning. Oh, boy. So, and I had this 4 o'clock uh, uh, Senate debate to go to, and I wanted to grab a quick lunch. So, uh-huh. I went to Lashways. Okay. Ooh. They got a sub. Ooh. They make very good subs there. Okay. And I ordered a whole one, figuring I'd eat half of it, save the other half for later. But I was so hungry. Did you pound the whole thing? I ate the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. And I thought I was going to fall asleep in the middle of the Senate debate. Oh. oh. Did you ever have that? <laughs> Oh, oh yeah! I we mean, just had that the other day. <laughs> I I had a calzone the other day that happened to me. And when you got us pizza on Friday night a couple of weeks ago, me and Ben were like literally falling asleep at our <laughs> desk because it was just I don't know. It makes you night. It's it's like having turkey on Thanksgiving and something or something, and you just feel I mean very very tired afterwards. So yeah, that, that I shouldn't have done. What type of sub was it? It was um it was called the skip. Okay. And it had roast beef, ham, turkey. And cheese. Oh, okay. Something. It sounds pretty this good. episode of the Press Pass Podcast brought to you by Lashways. <laughs> Lashways. It'll put you to sleep. <laughs> no, no, no. No, no. Very no. good sub. No, that's... that's <laughs> that's not that's No, that is good. a good sub. A yeah. sub that leaves you just full and content. That's a, that's a hearty <laughs> sub. Mm-hmm. That's a sub where you can't make you can't make up your mind on what you're gonna have, so you're just gonna put everything on it. Exactly. I would not... I, I give you credit. I mean, I would not combine roast beef and ham. I would not do that. Oh, the more the meat, the better. <laughs> yeah. It's not like Ron Swanson, though. <laughs> that, sound, that, no, that sounds pretty good, though. Arby's. We have the meats. We have the meats. Speaking of that, I, I keep hearing Arby's is looking to locate here. That would be cool. I would be so done with that. You the think? closest? Yes. I had cl- my very first Ar- Arby's over in Minneapolis when I went there for a conference back in college. <laughs> you had to go all the way to Minneapolis for Arby's. <laughs> and I was like, whoa, I get it now. <laughs> this is a good sandwich. The, uh, <laughs> the closest one that I'm aware of is in Potsdam. Because when back in the day when I would be playing in basketball and after we would play in that se- section seven or section ten challenge and we would play a couple games up in Potsdam or whatnot afterward we would go to everybody would want to go to Arby's and um, they, it's pretty good stuff there. There used mm-hmm. to be one here. In oh Potsdam? really? Yep. As soon as you get off exit thirty seven, um, I think it's a bank now. Uh, <laughs> right, right across the street at the corner. Oh yeah, I um, think I do kind of remember that. That was Arby's. Wasn't there even for much of my time? Is it after? Is if you're going like northbound up Route Three? No, as soon as you get off Thirty Seven, 
Mm -hmm. Okay. I can picture that. On to Route 3. Okay. Um, If you go straight, you would go to... Oh, oh, that's where it was? Mm -hmm. Right on the right. Right on the bank. That probably got some pretty good business then, too. It did. It must Mm -hmm. not at some point. Why did it leave? All the buses that came off... Mm-hmm. Exit 37, that's the first thing they oh, saw. That's right, exactly. right there. There was times when Arby's ran out of roast beef. <laughs> yeah. Which, no. how do you run out of roast beef if you're Arby's? Bring that's it back. Crazy, but then it, it just went away. Huh. Bring, bring back that and um, uh, Red Lobster. We had one of those, yep. too. Bring them both back. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah, that sounds, that's pretty good, actually. No, I, 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 I wouldn't, at Arby's, the best thing, in my opinion, not the sandwiches, the chocolate turnovers. <laughs> they are good. I, have you guys had? Did you guys I ever try them? Yeah. Oh, those are the the thing would be when the whole team would go in afterward. Everybody would be like, "Yeah, I, I want a turnover. I want a turnover." And um, one year we went, and everybody got turnovers, and then. Our coach went to get one, and they had none left. No. And he's like, "You guys, you got all the turnovers." And one, and one, and one kid, uh, one kid had like four of them. And he's like, "I want one of those. You're gonna give me one of those." And it was just really funny. <laughs> Basketball team should not be getting turnovers. And after the game, it was fine. It was actually pretty funny because one one kid had a ton of turnovers in a game, and uh, he goes, "Hey, look, you almost have any as many turnovers as you did in the game." Yeah. <laughs> so there we go. But no, otherwise, I mean, lots, sorry, I just no. But speaking of that's a fun eating. stuff. That's fun stuff to talk about. Speaking I of eating out, is yeah. the fact that hopefully. We're looking at a future where we have the opportunity to eat out more often. I know that this weekend, a couple of us got out to local establishments, shop local. I know, Joe, you went to Our House Bistro this weekend. I headed over to Sip for a bit. And, Joey, I don't know if you frequent. I've been out. I've been out and about. (laughs) I I went to, uh, when was the last time I was actually, like, out to eat, out to eat? Actually, last place, last time I went out to eat was a little while ago, actually, in, like, Placid at um, Generations. Which yep. is connected Ooh. to that hotel. Mm-hmm. I think it's connected to the Golden Arrow, if I believe. Yeah. I got a giant, I mean giant pretzel. Not, I mean, I think you told me about that. ballpark pretzel and like this pretzel. It was like a whole thing. It was like on a metal rod. It had to, it had a lot of weight to it. Then I got some uh, chicken wings with that. I think you told me there stuff. wasn't even cheese with that pretzel. No, you just ate the pretzel. I just ate the pretzel. I'm pretzel. not a big, I'm not a big liquid cheese guy. Holy carbs! Oh yeah, yeah. I didn't really eat the rest of the day. It yes. was good though. That probably put you. To I was preparing. <laughs> I was preparing for the marathon that I wasn't going to run. <laughs> but, um, no, but yeah, but, no, that's um, good. Yes, is the fact that again we hope that, that can continue. Um, right now, there's an air of uncertainty well, around the county. Yes, and I'm presuming that's what we're going to talk about. Yeah, that, I mean, I, I wanted to get... Segway. We, 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 didn't, we didn't... Ben and I had a lot of fun last week with, like, uh, we did a looking back segment, um, but we didn't really talk too much about different things going on and kind of... And, you know, Mackenzie and Kara do their part with different things. But, I mean, what's your, what's your take on where we're at right now, Joe? I mean, it seems like since the last time we did a podcast together, there was a, there's been a lot of stuff going on. It's concerning. Yeah. It, it most certainly is. There's been an uptick in Clinton County. And, of course, you know, things are still going on in Essex County. Even Franklin County that has had low, low numbers. Mm-hmm. They're up to, I think, five. Mm-hmm. It's big for them. <laughs> zero or one. Well, I mean, Kudos yeah, they, to Franklin County, but geez, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, you know, we have cases, multiple cases at the college, Plattsburgh State, mm-hmm. multiple cases at Clinton Correctional Facility in Dana Moore. 
and I think we got about a half a dozen or so within the general community. Yeah. Um, and we're seeing spikes all across the country. Um, colder weather, people are moving in. Uh, you mentioned going out to dining. Um, I noticed in the city, the restaurants had to take up their on-street dining uh, sections to uh, provide for more parking and access to snow plows as we get towards the winter weather. It's crazy when thinking about that. Yeah. Which is a shame because I would still, I would continue to eat outside. I would have no problem putting a jacket on even if it was a little chilly to eat. Right. I really wouldn't. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, if it's really cold, obviously no, but. Yeah. But the problem is these dining sections are actually in the road. Mm-hmm. So they have to right. be cleared. Mm-hmm. It's um, not, yes, it's not as if it's a stretch of the sidewalk. It's actually in the parking spaces. <laughs> yeah, although some of them on Margaret Street, I think, are on the sidewalks. Mm-hmm. Yes, you're right. Um, been, and yeah. our house bistro has mm-hmm. a off-street section. Yeah, they have kind of like a patio-type area. Right. And there's, there's you know, some other places maybe around the city and, and out in the town mm-hmm. that can still accommodate it. But the thing of it is, is that... Yeah, you know, keeping them out there for a bit longer, but it's kind of delaying the inevitable. But at some point, it's going to be uncomfortable to eat outside. It is. Oh, yeah. I mean, well, especially, I mean, even there's been some nights even recently that have been pretty cold. Oh, absolutely. And and indoor dining, I think restaurants are at 50% capacity max. Mm -hmm. It's going to be tough for them to survive. Um, It's going to, I think we're in store for a very challenging winter. Mm-hmm. On many fronts. Well, with all the, I mean, it's, so, it's hit or miss, but it, you can definitely say with all the rain that we've been getting and whatnot, imagine if that was snow right mm-hmm. now. We'd be getting pounded with some pretty big storms. I mean, it seems like it's almost, it, it, every day it seems like it's at least been raining at some point. Lately it has been. Mm-hmm. Yeah. but uh, Which is typical for the fall, but still. But we have been here before. With um, you know, precautions and just yeah. being smart about it, and you know, um, the yeah, you can still go out and do fun stuff, but you know, don't go crazy with it. So. And I certainly feel that we talked about it on a recent episode where we we said where we're at now in terms of the cases or whatnot. Were we ever at that point in March and April up here? And I don't, I don't think so. But at the same time, we are we weren't operating then like we are now either. You know, Pottsburg State wasn't in school they weren't they didn't have kids on campus um they weren't allowing uh visitors in the prisons at the time i don't Mm -hmm. believe right um just just different things like that create scenarios that obviously there's more chances for the virus to spread and here we are well i guess we'll see how we can function moving forward but it's certainly certainly not uh not a positive time yeah, and we don't want local officials to lose their heads over this and suddenly clamp everything back down, which, to their credit, I don't think is happening. I think, no. you know, people are just saying, yeah, we're keeping an eye on it. You know, the health officials, you know, is just promoting safety. <laughs> yeah. How was, um, as, far as, the, uh, as far as the election stuff is concerned, Joe, I feel like everybody always kind of wonders what it's like to be in, in the newsroom during the election time. But in your perspective, I mean, obviously you've been through so many different elections. Um, how has this one been now that we're getting even closer in your mind? Um, it's unfolding um, in typical fashion as many others. Mm-hmm. Um, we're reaching the crescendo, yeah. if you will, of uh, campaign season. Yep. You're seeing a lot of television ads ramping up. Um, and you're, most households are getting hit with flyers, mm-hmm. glossy flyers from candidates. So it's, you know, the final press is on. 
Um, which is, a, I think it's a little different this year. It might be a little sooner because of early voting, mm-hmm. which starts the 24th, I believe, Saturday. Okay. So, um, you know, candidates are, you know, making their last big pushes um, to reach the voters. Um, are there still some undecideds out there? Probably. Mm-hmm. Myself, typically, uh, many times I don't decide for sure until I walk into that booth. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure there's people out there like that. Um, there's other people that are ready to go. Right. So, you know, last two weeks, it'll, it, it'll be a frenzy. It'll pick up. And it'll be exciting around here. Well, here's a question. Does it always feel this exhausting, like, you know, I'm ready for it to be done? (laughs) Yeah, I was thinking about that today, (laughs) Um, especially with the congressional race. Uh, Uh They're just bombarding each other with these ads. And And I feel like with COVID and the political season all together, it's just been a slog of the year. (laughs) It's tough. It is tough. This is unlike any other thing that I've seen. Yeah. Um, you've got a lot of factors, a lot of dynamics converging all at once yeah. and in a powerful way. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's what makes it fun and interesting. That's true. And I, I'm looking forward to it uh, just to kind of see it unfold from my perspective because obviously I don't, play a, I, don't, I don't play a huge role in like the coverage and whatnot. You're going to this year. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> um, but the interesting thing was in 2016 – election time um i had just started working here full time i had only been here for three four three 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 and a half four months or so so when the time election came around all i really knew was we got free pizza on election night and i was pretty excited <laughs> about that um A newsroom tradition newsroom <laughs> tradition but with that in mind i didn't really allow the time to like sink in and kind of realize like how kind of crazy it was at different moments so I'm going to be more excited this year to maybe observe things a little bit more and watch how things unfold and kind of take it all in because obviously 2016 was uh, pretty uh, uh, polarizing, I would say, to say the least, and I'm sure 2020 will not let us down in that capacity either. So, But but what do you think, Ben? Like, you've been at it for a while now. This is what your – is this your second or third election here? That I've been covering? Yeah. For um, presidential? Second. Yeah. Well, like, yeah, for, like, the president. Wait. So this will be your second, too. Yeah, 2012, yes, yeah. Okay, so um, there was twenty fourteen um, congressional yeah. election. Yeah, but, and I mean, um, I think your perspective is interesting, just to kind of explain it a little bit. You know, everybody's on election night. Everybody's kind of putting their stuff together, uh, story wise, and then they're kind of handing it off to you to put it on the pages and yeah, everything together. But I mean, I mean, you really, literally watch it unfold. Yeah, I guess my takeaway in that sense is the fact that it's often painfully slow <laughs> as far as the results coming in and everyone just wants it to be like all right it's nine o'clock and winner <laughs> and it doesn't always happen that way right it's the fact that we're like all right refresh 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 <laughs> refresh results and it's just that in that even in 2016 that was it is that we didn't and i think everyone has their 2016 election day memories but is um no matter who you supported it was an interesting day and it's just the fact that it is was an um, uncertain thing the whole evening. It's like just watching it kind of pour in. And, but as Joe said, that's the exciting thing. But um, I guess my throwback question would be for our resident boomer, <laughs> what was the first election that you ever remember? Well, two questions. One is what was the first one he voted in, which they could tell us for. But then what was the first one that you ever remember like, 
caring about. <laughs> um, well, when I was 18 years old, I turned 18 in April of 1980, so it would have been the 1980 presidential election. Which was a pretty big one. Ronald Reagan <laughs> um, ran against Jimmy Carter. Yeah, that's, that's big. Um, I was in... Uh, Made Jimmy Carter a one-term president, right? Anyway, he did. Mm-hmm. And the third party candidate was John Anderson, uh, independent candidate, which Who? kind of drew my interest, actually. Never um, heard of him. Actually. I never have heard of well, him. His either. name is John Anderson. Um, he didn't do that badly. Well, was he independent? Independent. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, it was interesting, um, and I did care about that. You know, I always had a strong sense of, uh, you know, uh, doing your community civic duty. Mm-hmm. Um, but the one thing I wanted to bring up is uh, I've noticed in last, ooh, how long has Twitter been around? 2007. Okay. Since Twitter's been around, election night seems to be the best Twitter night. <laughs> There's Interesting. There's yeah. a lot of good tweets yeah. out there. I mean, it's like the Super Bowl, you know? And it is. Capacity. It is. And I remember... I think it was. <laughs> what? I'm not it's wrong. An interesting take, but no, you're not wrong. <laughs> uh, there oh, was. Um, I think it was the 2000. Might have been the 2009 special election when Bill Owens won the congressional seat here. I was at the Democratic Party headquarters at the Legion Post 20. Okay. Uh, around uh, uh, Corey Road. Yep. And there was this guy. Um, uh, this Polish businessman was in town. He had some kind of aviation business. And he had with him a young Polish uh, model, okay. uh, very attractive young lady. Yeah. Um, she was a some kind of model, clothes okay. model or whatever. Mm-hmm. And Just hanging out at the Legion. He re- <laughs> well, he brought her. I I don't know. There was some business deal or something. <laughs> and he referred to her as the Polish Paris Hilton. Oh, okay. And for some reason, he brought her to the newsroom that day. <laughs> to introduce her to us. Why have we never heard this story before? This is great. Oh. <laughs> and, and, and so we're like, okay, the Polish Paris Hilton. So I'm at the headquarters, and the guy was there with Polish Paris Hilton. I forget her name. Okay. And Lois is like, oh, you got to tweet that. You got to tweet that. And I'm thinking, ah, that, that's kind of dumb. Why should nobody cares? Right. So I tweeted it. Did they go viral? It went nuts. Really? <laughs> <laughs> the Polish Paris Hilton. Oh my God. Uh, for whatever that's worth. So people, so people must have realized who it was, right? Or, or just or wait, what? Did, wait, just, what did you caption it? Did you literally caption it Polish Paris? Yes, Hilton? I said the Polish Paris Hilton is here. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And, and and also they served, you know, they, <coughs> they serve food at these things on election night, which is a big deal. And they ran out of chicken wings, and I p- tweeted, "They're out of chicken wings." <laughs> that got amazing. <laughs> it's like, oh no. <laughs> there, see, that's the thing. You never know what exactly could so it, at the right time something can go viral because either people will laugh. at at it or they'll be like oh that's really interesting now you watch election night twitter yeah it's a great night for we'll twitter. see we'll see we'll see we should have a competition like not do anything intentionally we'll just tweet different things throughout the night and we'll see like what random thing actually like catches on for like funny twitter stuff or whatnot and yes and election night um which i think you know um i feel like before joining before Joining joining journalism, that's a tongue twister. Before joining journalism in the newspaper, I didn't really have the sense of election night parties where the candidates, they get together a group of their friends and supporters, um, they order a bunch of food, they sit and they wait for the results, and then they either give a victory speech or a concession speech. Mm-hmm. And is that before joining a newspaper, I didn't really know that that's such a tradition as it is. But in my experience from seeing articles and that kind of thing is that 
those, yeah, can often be kind of unpredictable little festival events. That's like stuff that happens in those can... Yeah. <laughs> all kinds well, of stuff happens there. <laughs> there are parties. And unfortunately, this year, they could be turn out to be super spreaders. Yes. So I'm guessing they're going to look different. Yes, that too. Which is unfortunate. <laughs> yeah. Because, um, yes, because, again, you get, you know, a bu- if you get a politician surrounded by a bunch of his cheering supporters, you know, <laughs> it's a, an interesting atmosphere. Super so. spreader. I love that term. That, well. I mean, <laughs> I don't like what it represents. <laughs> we, like it, the, we like the turn of phrase. But yeah, it, it, roll, it rolls thing. off the tongue well. It does, yes. Uh, one more quick election night Twitter story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, please. And this is, uh, goes with in line with too much political correctness. <laughs> there was, again, uh, again, this is a while ago, seven or eight years ago, in the early days of Twitter, I guess. Okay. There was a reporter in one of the New York City um, papers was tweeting constantly about what's going on. And it was getting um, very late, and they were still tallying results. They didn't have a clear winner in one of the races downstate. I don't know what it was. Okay. And he tweeted, it's getting late. I need more coffee. And... He got a nasty text from his editor at the time saying, you need to be more mindful of your tweets. Your last tweet could be construed as anti-Tea Party. Oh, my God. And I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> no. No, no, no. <laughs> the guy's no, tired. No. He wants a cup of coffee. He wants a cup of coffee. <laughs> and the yes. Tea Party, as we yes. know, yep. was an arm of the Republican And especially party. at that time, yes. The Tea Party was the, yes, was the political oh. lightning of the time. Yes. Come on. Where everyone's like, yeah. But I think that. that was just an innocent tweet. I would say so. being carried a little too far. I yeah. will say is the fact that in the past four years, any time when someone has said, this trumps something else. Even if they say it instantly, people are like, was that about the president? No, it's just the word Trump. <laughs> yeah, it just happens. That's pretty funny, though. Yeah, that, that's the definition of, like, looking too far into something. Yeah. By far. Stop thinking. We'll, we'll probably be tweeting about coffee this election. Yeah. So I have... Speaking of coffee... I have a little game ready yes. for you guys. So is, is that we'll, one on we'll there? Call, we'll call it... We'll call it, uh, yes it is, we'll call it, we'll just do a hit and run. Quick hit and runs, okay? So I'm going to just say, you know, basically I'm going to give two things and you're going to, or, you know, I'm going to say, like, what's your favorite, blah, blah, blah. And you can just, you guys are going to tell me what what it is. It's pretty simple, okay? Hit us. We're going to start out with some different things. So first of all, spring or fall? Fall. Spring. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> spring is not really nice around here. It's muddy. Yeah. No, spring feels like escaping a darkness. Esca- escaping the abyss. Fall feels like, oh, the abyss is looming over us again. All right, <laughs> well, summer or winter? Ooh. <laughs> uh, that's a tough one. Okay. Winter. I love winter. I am. We're going to go winter? Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, we're going to go all over the place. Mm-hmm. There is no, mm-hmm. There's no categories here. There's just mm-hmm. random I stuff. Like Okay, pancakes or waffles? Waffles. Pancakes. Interesting. Why? Wait, why don't we go through these real quick and then go back and give some comments just briefly on them. That okay. would be good for the list. All right, yes. I and, like that, that. and that way it's more spontaneous. Yes. So. New York style pizza or Chicago style? New York. Okay. Favorite midnight snack? Ice cream. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Favorite movie? Kelly's Heroes. No Country for Old Men. Okay. Favorite cartoon? SpongeBob. 
Dragon Ball Z. Interesting. Okay. Favorite soda? Um, Mountain Dew. Diet Coke. Coffee or tea? Coffee. Uh, coffee. <laughs> hot, hot. So we'll do a, this is a little prong. This is a two prong question. Hot coffee or cold coffee? Iced coffee. Hot coffee. Iced. Okay. No. <laughs> if you could have a superpower, what would it be? Invisibility. <laughs> okay. Um, be able to generate money with my hands. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's a superpower, but I like it. Do you think aliens exist? Yes. Yes. Okay. If you could go to a planet such as Mars or stay on Earth right now, if you know you could live on Mars and be, like, safe, <laughs> would, you, would you go? No. No, stay on <laughs> like, right, like we'll, Mars. We'll, we'll, we'll get back to that one. That was my favorite. That was one of my favorite ones. That was random. Okay. If you could, if you could be anything else other than a journalist and, like, you know, be financially well off, anything, basically if you could have a jo- any type of job other than being a journalist, what would it be? I'd be a, a closer. Oh, for baseball? Yeah. Okay, you only have to pitch one in? Yeah. yeah. Okay, I, I like that. Uh, movie director. Movie director, okay. Italian food or Chinese food? Italian food. Italian. Italian food, okay. If you could be a professional athlete, what sport would you play? Bowling. Hockey. Interesting, okay. Dogs or cats? Cats. <laughs> well, you guys are disagreeing on a lot of these. Okay. <laughs> what food have you never eaten but would like to try? Caviar. I've never eaten sushi, and I don't want to try. <laughs> Same. I do. I like it's raw fish. Yeah, I'm not no eating thanks. it. I just don't. And people say like, "Oh, it's good. You'll like it." I'm like, "No, I'm good. <laughs> I, I'm fine. I'm. I like not liking it or not liking the thought of trying to eat it." Mm-hmm. Okay. If you could move to any country in the world, where would it be? Canada, Japan. Interesting. Okay. Favorite actor? Tom Ooh. Hanks. Ooh. Come on, Joe. You uh, know it. Agree. Uh, he's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I don't know. Tim Matheson. Okay. Favorite actress? Uh, <sighs> <laughs> Interesting. Vivian Lee. Okay, we're going to come back to that because I don't know who that is. Um, I will say uh, Meryl Streep. Okay. Most unusual place you have traveled to? Branson, Missouri. Um, Dominican Republic? Okay. I didn't didn't know that. We'll We'll talk about that that later. Okay. First car you drove? Um, 1977 Plymouth Volare Station Wagon. Yes. (laughs) Um, GMC Yukon. Interesting. Nineteen ninety-eight. Dream car. Um, Hummer. I like that. (laughs) Okay. Um, a what's it called? Um, um, Mustang. Mustang. Okay. Mm -hmm. Favorite color. Blue. Purple. Least favorite color. Orange. Really? Uh, (laughs) Yellow. Okay. College that you would have loved to have attended that obviously you didn't? Notre Dame. Uh, Champlain College. Interesting. Okay. Favorite town or city (laughs) type of area in the North Country? 
Oh, I thought you were going to say anywhere. That's interesting. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. Wellsboro. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Ross's point. Interesting. Ooh. Okay. Now, the last one. We'll do more of these on a different episode. Uh-huh. This is fun. Favorite band? Ooh. Traditionally, for me, it's Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band. I like that. Okay. Interesting. I will say Radiohead. Okay, perfect. That's it for this one. I like that, though. That was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Now, I have questions. Yes. <laughs> okay. Why Wait, can, I, can I defend one thing real quick? Yes. Waffles. Okay, yes. Why Why do you like waffles over pancakes? They are the, 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 the most well-engineered food of all time because they have the little syrup holes. The pockets. The, yeah, syrup pockets. Hold, because when you put syrup in a pancake, it just sops it up. And you don't get yeah. to enjoy the syrup. Okay. I like pancakes, and I'll side with Joe, only because of this. I like waffles, but sometimes if they're not d- uh, cooked properly or different things like that, they kind of cut the top of your mouth. That's exactly and, what and I things was going to say. Yes. That's, top of I, I just like pancakes are soft. That's true. You know, I can agree. O- over crispy waffles, no, not great. No. Shake my head. And sometimes if they're too doughy, I don't like those either. Right. It gets too heavy. So that's that. Why not orange? I don't know. Just kind of can I can I say is that my answers to that question were literally based on like car colors? <laughs> it's the fact that like I don't really like like lemons that are basically like yellow cars that are just driving around. In Otherwise, yellow is an awesome color. Right for for a car? No, no. I wasn't talking it's, about cars. I know, but that's my that's my okay. takeaway. Okay, interesting. I don't know. I just orange has never been. Did you say blue? For favorite for favorite color? Yeah, yeah. I like blue too. I can I can color. see that. Joe wears a lot of blue actually. <laughs> That reminds me of a story. <laughs> <laughs> of course. When we were kids, we would play in the street, and we'd pick teams, and we'd do these little uh, games to pick teams. Mm-hmm. Bubble gum, bubble gum, in the dish, how many pieces do you win? <laughs> and little rascals you had to pick a, a number and a color, and uh, like blue, B-L-U-E, and you are not it. <laughs> and one time somebody picked orange and my friend Russell and Pelizari was like, pick another color. I don't know how to spell orange. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That That's awesome. man, well, poor Russell couldn't know how to spell orange. That's pretty good. Okay, I'm trying to think of the other question. okay. Another the other the other question. Um Oh wait, which one was it? Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. The dogs or cats one. That's yes. always a heated. So why? I, I, why, I, I totally why one, see that. D- Joe strikes me as two hundred percent dog person. Joe is like yes. he has the he has the mentality of a dog okay. in a good way. <laughs> I think I just got insulted. <laughs> no, like loyal, enthusiastic. I think the thing Likes is, to eat. Yes. <laughs> see, I, I, I'm Worse. I'm I'm torn because my my grandparents always had dogs, mm-hmm. always had labs of different types, mm-hmm. good and dogs. Like growing up in my house, we always had cats. Ooh. So, I like people say sometimes dog or cat person. I'll be like both. Joy's bisexual. I, I don't. <laughs> yes, I don't really care. It's not one over the other. I I I think they're both great. I did. I took a funny photo today of my cat. By the way, uh, there was sun coming through the window, and he was like laying on the carpet and. He turned like just his head, and he looked like a model. As I took a photo of him, I put it on my Twitter today. People <laughs> want to check that out. It was pretty funny. My ultimate defense of cats: when a dog gives you affection, it's nice. 
it's it's awesome. Yes. But when a cat in those rare moments where they give you a genuine affection, yes. it's like, yeah, when they, this, when this cat kind of likes me. The two, <laughs> the two minutes where they basically were like, oh, whatever, humans are around. <laughs> it's true. It's true. But so, my question for Joe. Yes. When did you go to the Dominican Republic? Yes. I that went was the other to one. the Dominican Republic. We went in uh, March or April of 93. Hold on. Hold on. So when we had the Christmas party at your house and some of those photos that were on the wall, was that when you were in the Dominican? I don't think so. Okay. He um, has some... Did you ever see those? You were Because no. you were there. He, you had one photo where you, you, the, hair, the hair was flowing. That you was were, Hawaii. That was Hawaii. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, we went in, in March of 93. There was a huge blizzard. The blizzard of 93. Uh-huh. Yes. And my wife and I were just like, let's get out of here. <laughs> so we called, they used to have travel agents back then. We called uh-huh. them up and said, we want to go somewhere warm. Okay. And their lady's like, oh, how about the Dominican Republic? And I had heard it, it was a beautiful place. Yeah. We went there, and it was beautiful. Um, the food didn't sit well with me. Well, <laughs> um, That's a risky take. <laughs> yeah. But we had a good time. And then 2015, my niece had a destination wedding there and we had to go had to go for a week in february sit on the damn beach (laughs) in 90 degree weather sand everywhere it was terrible sweat sand (laughs) misery that's that's what your niece said or that's what you said that's what i said (laughs) i can hear you say that i would say the same thing while it was 20 below back here i was on that stupid beach Basically, you escaped to try and get some comfortable weather, and you just got the polar opposite. But again, again, the food uh, it made me sick. I mean, I couldn't <laughs> handle the food. But it's was nice. it the spices? No, I don't know what it is. It just uh, upset my stomach. Mm-hmm. And uh, but you know, those places they're all inclusive, so mm-hmm. you can eat whatever you want, eat or drink, and you can swim up to the bar, which is nice. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. cool. And, uh, and it's a beautiful place. Mm-hmm. Beautiful place. Oh. Have to add that to my list. Why movie director? Oh, that's why I was originally going to go to school for, actually. Really? Mm-hmm. What made you change? Um, I went to Plattsburgh. I realized that their television broadcast thing was more <laughs> journalism than like Steven Spielberg. And then I found, <laughs> um, which the advisor very gently <laughs> let me down and told me, no, that's not what we do here. And then I found Cardinal Points, the school newspaper, and... Kind of went from there. There so. we go. That's interesting. It is interesting. I don't even remember what you said. Like, I was, vi- was it Viv? No, no, no. Vivian, <laughs> your act- favorite actress. Who is that? Vivian Lee? Yeah, who is that? Oh, she was the star of Gone with the Wind. Oh, uh, okay. Back yeah, okay. in 1939, opposite Clark Gable. She was a beautiful actress. Interesting. And when I was a little kid, the first time I saw that movie, I was like, Mom, who is that? You were flustered. You were flustered. <laughs> oh, Joe's first movie crush. On yeah, <laughs> that's great. That's great. Um, I and the the one thing that I have to say, I'm kind of shocked you didn't say it. Do you like I, Miracle? You. Uh, yes. Oh yeah. Why do you say for your favorite movie again? Um, well, I said Kelly's Heroes. Which, yeah. Uh, I have several favorites. Okay. Movies. Same here. Okay. Um, that's a tough question. Caddyshack is one. Of them. Oh, Caddyshack's tremendous. Uh, we could do a whole podcast episode just quoting Caddyshack. When <laughs> Joe and I, when Joe, when Joe and I went golfing with Dan Heath, I think there must have at least been twenty to thirty Caddyshack <laughs> references throughout. Most likely led by. Don't count that. I was interfered with. 
Absolutely. <laughs> That's kind of like when I go bowling and make a bunch of Big Lebowski references. Yes, yes. <laughs> Mark it, zero. <laughs> I think I think I think that's great. No, this is fun. See, yeah, I, I thought great. about. I literally I did not have this plan today. I thought about. It, I was like, let's do it. So mm-hmm. there we go. But um, other than that, I will say before we kind of wrap things up, you can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, PressRepublican.com. Search Press Pass Podcast. You'll easily be able to find us. You'll listen to our tremendous voices. I actually got a uh, Twitter message today. Hold on a second, as I actually look this up because I want to give him credit. Um, uh, last week, I went on a mini college football rant, um, mm-hmm. basically saying that college football is not handling mm-hmm. the coronavirus well. Basically, um, it's I, I think at one point the NCAA or somebody in college football or something said, we're going to punch the coronavirus in the face. And, well, no, you're not. let's, let's kind of ease back a little bit. But let's see. His name is uh, Harry, and he um, reached out to me. Very, it was a very nice message. Um, he said uh, he enjoys the podcast a lot, and um, I, had, I was talking about uh, coaches. Uh, there was a coach who wanted a full house at, uh, at a football game, which, like, he wanted to pack 100,000 fans in. I said the wrong coach. He reached out to me. He's like, hey, just wanted to let you know it's actually the other coach. And I was like, yeah, no, I appreciate it. Because after the podcast was done, I even tell you, I said, like, I think I messed up the coaches. <laughs> so there's that. But was glad to get a nice message. It was very, it was very kind. You know, just let me know that I had messed something up, and I have no problem. Just for the record, no what was the that. coach that? Um, I'm trying to remember actually what it was now. It doesn't say that. Uh, no, no, no. It was, it was, it was the Florida coach. It was a Florida LSU game. It was the Florida coach who said he wanted a packed house, not mm-hmm. the LSU coach. Not Ed O. No, not Ed, not Ed Orgeron. <laughs> <laughs> that guy is like my spirit animal. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's he. We're gonna come down to uh, Death, Death Valley and we're gonna we're gonna take it to him. <laughs> I, that's the guy I played. I played videos for you of him, yes, right? Was then? he the yeah. one that was giving the interview and then he looked over and? Oh said, yeah, there's a video where he's doing. A press conference in basically like LSU's oh, training facility. He's like, yeah. hey, I'm doing a press conference. <laughs> yeah, I love that guy. <laughs> and he just keeps doing it. But no, I love that. Um, but yeah, so like I said, you can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, um, PressRepublican.com. Uh, we have our Twitters. You can reach us at our, any of our Twitters. We also put the face. Uh, we also put the podcast links on Twitter and Facebook as well. So you can find. Actually, I figured out how to do it on Instagram as well. So I'll put it in our Twitter bio or in our Instagram bio every week. So that'll be a bunch of fun. And, uh, yeah, so I think this is a wrap to uh, another quality episode. So with that? Yeah, no, I was just going to say, speaking of college football, you, mm-hmm. you read my mind. I was going to tell you yesterday, let's get a poll. Of what? On the college football poll on the scoreboard page. Oh, which oh, yes. you did. Yes. I ha- <laughs> we were thinking the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I, I, I'm actually happy that you, you mentioned that because, well, it's actually, I, I, mentioned, I will give him a shout-out before we wrap this up. So one of our sister papers at Niagara, yes. because of how hectic my days usually are, I sometimes don't have time to actually put together a scoreboard page. So Mike Mueller, uh, the sports editor at the Niagara Gazette, yep. is that correct? Mm-hmm. He sends me his sports agate. And it's basically the same thing. We're in New York, so right. for yep. the most part, everything's pretty much the same, except he'll probably put like mm-hmm. Buffalo Bills in and things of that nature. But he is such... Uh, a savior for me every night that I don't have to do the scoreboard page all the time and I can focus on doing local stuff and whatnot. So when people see local stories in there and different things of that nature, 
Um, thank Mike to a certain extent because it frees me up to be able to do that a little bit more. And if you could quickly before we wrap up here, explain to our listeners why we're not running area sports. We are not okay. So actually, that's a good thing to talk about. Yes, we're not running area sports. I had thought about it a little bit. So usually. Every day in the paper for sporting events, we run an area sports schedule. It gives a rundown of different sporting events going on throughout the day. We're not doing that this year simply because of the fact that unless you're on a student athlete's list of there are two spectators that are allowed at games, you're not allowed to go to the sporting COVID events. COVID restrictions. With COVID, with the COVID protocols and whatnot, uh, general fans, like if you just want to go to, you know, say you want to go and watch a soccer game, you can't just go and show up anymore. Right. So with that in mind, the whole reason we usually run the area sports schedule is so people can see what games are going on and if they want to go to different games or whatnot. But with that in mind, ultimately we don't want to just tease people to a certain extent and be like, hey, these are the games going on, but no, you can't go to them. So mm-hmm. that's why we're doing that. We talked about it a little bit, and it, it's just it, it's tough, I understand. But You can still we, read about the games. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, we're still having – and that's – I wanted to stress that too. Is um, I'm going to I'm going to games all the time, doing coverage of different things and whatnot, and I'm doing it with a different type of mindset. Of I'm probably reporting for a lot of people more than I ever have in the past because there's a lot of people who can't go to the games who want to check it out in various capacities. So not only can you read the recaps and stuff too, but you can read a, you know. Um, you know, when I'm at games, I'll be tweeting different things of that nature. Um, I sometimes when I'm at games, I'll do a little Facebook Live video, check out the game for a little bit, a Twitter lives, different things of that nature too. And um, yeah, it's pretty cool. Oh, and before we go, I would love to talk about the special moment last week in Saranac um, with Mr. Will Hurlock. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, very cool moment Friday. Um, there, there's a, a member of the Saranac boys soccer team. His name is Will Hurlock. Um, he was diagnosed with polio at a young age, and he's grown up with it. You know, he's acclimated to what he has to deal with as far as, you know, inabilities to move in a certain sense. But he has, like he told me, I talked to him on uh, Friday. I asked him, I said, what exactly do you struggle with? What exactly um, would, if you if you didn't have polio, obviously, what, what would you, what would not be affected? And he said, you know, when I go forward and backwards, I'm not really affected, but when I go side to side, it affects me a little bit more. Um, but he's such a great kid. And with that in mind, um, Saranac and uh, Lake Placid played last week. And on Friday night, right at the beginning of the game, um, Lake Placid was kind enough to set up an opportunity for Will to score a goal. And wouldn't you know it that um, his brother, uh, Sasha, um, there was a free kick opportunity right within the uh, six-yard box, which for people unfamiliar with soccer, that's very close to the goal, obviously, mm-hmm. six yards out from the goal. Um, but uh, there was a free kick opportunity. Sasha passed the ball to Will right at the beginning of the game, and Will scored his first varsity goal. And it was a very cool moment. All his teammates kind of surrounded him the closest they could, obviously, with COVID in mind. Um, but it was very cool to see that, and it was a really special moment for Will. And Saranac also ended up winning the game, so... Overall, really cool night for Saranac and a really cool night for Will Herlock as well. And um, yeah, and then Saranac let Lake Placid come right down and score. And yeah, Lake Placid came right down and scored to so tie it up, and then they played soccer. Very nice uh, display of sportsmanship. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's in a year where, and I'm pretty sure this was something to what my lead was for the story I wrote about Will, in a year where there is so much bad news, there was a lot of good news mm-hmm. in Saranac on Friday, so mm-hmm. that was really cool. Very nice. Yeah. But with that in mind, would you like to sign us off?
Yes, thanks for everybody for listening again, and we wish everybody out there who needs it a little weak side help. Bye.